Welcome to episode 9 of the Smash or Pass podcast. I'm your host, Michael Royer. You can find me on Twitter at DynastyDadFF. All part of the Smash Accept network of podcasts. And what we really set out for this podcast, for Smash or Pass, was to talk market values. Today, we're going to hit you up with Lamar, Lance, Love, and just really try to help you guys out because the market value is all over the place. Who better to talk that up than my co-host at Fantasy Nerd Boy himself. How you doing, brother? I'm doing well, man. I'm doing well. I'm excited to talk some... Uh some Lance and, and just the whole landscape of, of quarterbacks in general. Um, we're getting a lot of news coming out the last couple of weeks and um, people have no idea what to do um, with the, the rise and fall of, of that tier of quarterback in general. Um, so, you know, I, excited to jump in there and kind of go over exactly what we would do in these situations. When we have these and I, years. I love a good alliteration. So it was great. It was Lamar Lance and love all three of them thrown in there. You know, this is the biggest thing that, that I have noticed and, and Twitter, a lot of times overreacts, underreacts. We're here to, to really at smash or pass, talk about this market value and, and how you should value these things because there's so much extra value you can add to your team when you take care of, you know, the way some of these people are overreacting. And I, I see on Twitter, the, the ranges of outcomes on these guys, People are just overreacting like crazy, and I think now is the time where we can really bring you guys some some information on that, shed some light on some players, and really hopefully help you guys make dynasty trades that are really going to push you guys in the right direction. The first guy, let's let's talk about Lamar Jackson. I mean, obviously, we knew before you know, we've been doing startups since the Super Bowl was over. You know, you and I have been in quite a few. We have not really changed our view on Lamar Jackson because we knew he was either going to get traded or play on the franchise tag. Obviously, you know, he requested the trade. There's a lot of trade rumors out there right now what I want to talk about is before we get to the land but Lamar Jackson the the comment that I see out there all the time is my man's injury prone we, we just need to stop with the injury prone Lamar Jackson you know yes he burned us in the in the super flex or in the in the fantasy playoffs in 2021 and 2022 and I think that's what really has people irked you know I was looking at Dave Kluge's Twitter today he said since 2000 81 quarterbacks have started at least 50 NFL games Lamar Jackson in that time has started 70 out of his 82 which is 86 percent that ranks 18th out of the 81 so I mean he's in that upper tier but the last couple years the injuries have piled up you know if you look at what he's missed he missed two games due to illness one from COVID four from that right ankle sprain in 2021 and then five from that left PCL in 2022 Mike people are just down on Lamar Jackson I mean I feel like for no reason we look at a guy that has had a phenomenal career and we're at a spot in Superflex he's still a screaming value yeah, I think I think the hate on Lamar is people getting hurt over past seasons because, like you mentioned, you know Lamar has been hurt um, probably at the biggest moments in the fantasy season. You know, when we're talking fantasy playoffs, he hasn't really mm -hmm. been there to to you know lead a team to the championship. Unfortunately, a lot of a lot of managers have have had that in the back of their brain where it's you know they went um, into the fantasy playoffs last year with Tyler Huntley as a quarterback. You know. Mm -hmm. um, and 
if you know and a 21 that, that to a manager yeah 21 it wasn't bad because Huntley balled out 22 Huntley was getting you like a quarter one touchdown a game the legs weren't there you know and that really you're right that resonates with a lot of fantasy owners of their they're trying to move off of them and and trying to go to the next guy I'm just saying across his career this has been a guy that's played and it's just like yeah, what have you I, done for me lately that's that's what it is. It's recency bias, you know, and, and that's what it always is when it comes to Twitter and, um, you know, less, you know, I don't want to say less experienced managers, but people that have that reactionary, um, you know, mindset, it's it's not going to work well um, when it comes you know, especially top quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Um, it's ebb and flows, unfortunately, and, and Lamar as a whole has been, very consistent, you know, um, injury prone thing, you know, people like to, you know, spread that, um, you know, as a thin layer over rushing their backs. Um, but ultimately that doesn't stand pat with, with Lamar at all. You know, it's not, um, you know, you're talking COVID year and fucking, um, kind of freak illnesses and stuff like that. You know, the, the ankle is really the only thing that you're talking real injury. Um, so I'm, I'm not fading Lamar at all. Um, the contract issue is, um, you know, not any issue for me. Um, I, I love Lamar and I love where I'm getting him, um, at, at value right now too. I mean, we were looking at a guy, the first player, obviously with a 3000 yards, a thousand rushing yards, most rushing yards in a season. You know, this is a guy that just turned 26 years old. I personally have him. I have moved Fields and Lawrence above him, you know, at the six and seven. I've moved him to eight. I have no quarrels with anybody taking him in those tiers. But I'm seeing some people trading Lamar Jackson for Dak Prescott, you know, where you and I did a deal couple months ago where it was adding a 24 first which i feel like where it belongs people are starting to react to like lamar jackson here like this news isn't a good thing you know like if he moves to let's talk about some of these landing spots i mean to me the juiciest one and what blows my mind is almost all these guys right now say hey we're not interested right and you know they are you know there's teams out there but for me you know you're looking at the colts the falcons the commanders the patriots even even the niners in a interesting type move but i mean if we see him go to the Falcons with, with Pitts and with Drake London, I mean, I think we have a, a phenomenal offense that's starting to brew. I mean, the 49ers, that's more of a pipe dream if there was a Lance and Lamar kind of flop and, and some picks in there. But where is that spot that you want to see him go? I mean, you have to – even the, the Colts would be with that offensive line. You look at the Commanders, they had a, a plus line as well. It's like, where do we want to see him go? You know, and, and Or do we want him to stay in Baltimore? Yeah, I think the Baltimore dream is is really dying as days goes on. You know, I I, I think there's bad blood there, and um, I think the longer that this goes on, the less likely he's going to stay in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I would almost say there's a, a less than I, I don't know. I mean, I would say there's almost a zero percent chance that he stays in Baltimore. I agree. I think he would yeah. probably rather sit out the season than than go back and play for them right now. Um, ideally, I think. I would like to see him with the Colts. Um, I think that offensive line um, and they have any team right now would have more weapons than Baltimore. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, I love Andrews and and Bateman um, when he's on the field is a a great weapon. Um, But I think, you know, him with with Pittman, um, you know, Jelani Woods is great too. I think he's very undervalued as a, um, 
an up and coming tight end. Um, it's just that that team as a whole. Um, I think Lamar would fit really well with that with that team. Um, the Falcons would be great too. You know, all these teams are posturing right now um, because Lamar doesn't have an agent, and um, the whole idea is to kind of you know make make him feel like there's not a lot of you know desire and interest mm-hmm. um, as a whole. I don't think a lot of teams want to give up that those first rounds either. Um, yeah, you know, to to Baltimore, but they're trying to play their hand a little bit, um, and it feels a little disrespectful to me. Um, but I guess that's the name of the game when it comes to the business. So, well, and you're looking at you know, and I don't want to knock a guy for trying to do what he thinks is right, but like not having an agent in today's today's world just seems like it, it's a recipe for disaster. I mean, he wanted to get paid when Josh Allen got paid. Josh Allen got paid. He got it done. And, you know, it's it's just been that struggle for, for Lamar. I think he's a phenomenal quarterback. If you look him in points per game every single year, he's in that top five to six. You know, he is a upper tier QB one. I would be more than willing. I would love to move up from Dak, from Watson, from one of these, you know, 102 through 104 rookie picks to get a Lamar Jackson. And I'm seeing... You know, I saw a trade the other day, the 104 and a 24 first for Lamar Jackson. So you're not even getting your choice of your favorite quarterback in the class. You're getting your third favorite pick out of that in the quarterback class, plus a 24 first for Lamar Jackson. That's the kind of move I'm going to hit the smash accept button all day because we've seen it, right? Like we want to believe that Anthony Richardson or Bryce Stroud or, or I'm sorry, Bryce Young or CJ Stroud will be Lamar Jackson, right? And sometimes we can just add that 24 first, especially if it's you're a contending team and get a Lamar Jackson, I think now is, especially at 26 years old, you know, like this is a guy who has been phenomenal over the course of his career by now before it gets too late, in my opinion. Yeah, definitely go by Lamar. Um, You, Anthony Richardson is probably the closest going to get to Lamar. And Mm -hmm. that's um, a giant, maybe, you know, it's not, I don't, see young or Stroud getting there because they don't have that rushing ability. Um, right. You know, to be elite in fantasy, you do have to have that rushing or you have to be almost a hall of famer when it comes to passing, you know, yeah. cause you, without that rushing, um, you're, you're going to have to be extremely accurate. You're going to have to throw, you know, four or five touchdowns a game um, to be at that top tier of, of fantasy quarterback. Um, you, know, you need so, that base 600, 700 yards rushing with these guys. You look at Allen, Mahomes, and Hurts, they're tier one because that's what they do. You know, you got to be Joe Burrow level to even be in that area, which I agree yeah. with you. I don't think Stroud or Young are going to be at that Joe Burrow level without some serious weapons around them and, and to find things to excel. And then you look at that next tier, obviously, with, you know, you got Herbert, and maybe they ascend to that area, but that that's a long shot. You know, for me, I think, and I... I think Stroud and Young both go into that Dak Prescott ceiling. You know, that's kind of where they're at. Anthony Richardson is an interesting point because I feel like we might see him get into that 102 depending on what the landing spot is because when you add the rushing floor that he's going to have, he he has that upside of a Lamar Jackson, but why not pay a 24 first to have Lamar Jackson? You know what I mean? Like we're talking about the upside of Anthony Richardson, but you already get it. And you know the production is going to be there. Anthony Richardson is raw. He's he's fun, yeah. he, but he's raw. Yeah. Best case scenario, Anthony Richardson turns into Lamar. Mm-hmm. So as opposed to going for Anthony Richardson, just get Lamar. You know, because yeah. you know what Lamar is. You know, and and you don't have to deal with the maybe he's going to become this or that. You already know that he is that. So 
you know, use the that man's capital, be, go get Lamar. Yeah, and he's going to be playing possessed. Like, honestly, if he gets the new contract, he's going to be playing like he – to prove he deserves it. You know, no matter what, yeah. I feel like Lamar Jackson, he's an angry man right now. Like you look at his Twitter rants, you look what he's, the, he just wants to get out there on the football field, get what he's worth and, and show out. And I think we are going to see a career year from Lamar Jackson. I really do. And I think even cascading back from some of the big guys, I think you can get a lot plus from a, from a Jalen Hurts, from a Joe Burrow. I'm never strongly advocating moving off those guys, but I think you could get, you know, a, a pretty strong plus on top of, Lamar Jackson for those guys. Let's transition over to a different spectrum. So obviously we get that absolute, you know, jaw dropping thing. You and I have both been on Trey Lance, you know, his ADP has been climbing up and up and up over the off season. And then all of a sudden we get to March 28th and John Lynch is like, you know what? Brock Purdy's a leader in this clubhouse for the starting job if and when he's healthy enough to play. Shanahan said today they would listen to calls on their other quarterbacks, bringing up speculation that Trey Lance could be available for the right trade. Okay, so Twitter just breaks, right? So we're at a spot where before this, I was I was advocating that in that 104, 105 range, Trey Lance is in that area because then you get a choice of if you want Trey Lance or you want that quarterback that falls or JSN, you know? And that was like the ceiling of what I've been willing to pay. Right now, I'm going to bring up a, a, you know, a thread here that, that one of our favorite guys is, is in. But before we get to that, what do you think of this overreaction right off the bat? Because like I have people coming to me and like, hey, 24 second or Trey Lance. I'm like, whoa, whoa. Like we cannot just move off completely. I mean, this is still, in my opinion, we have Brock Purdy's not going to be ready for the beginning of the season. I don't think the other thing that's out there is you're seeing Trey Lance and Sam Donald are supposed to split first team reps. So what is Shanahan doing? What, is this a, a ploy to get Trey Lance trade value up? Or I'm sorry, to trade Trey Lance? Is this a ploy to get Trey Lance to step his game up? You know, what are we looking at out of what we're hearing from, from Shanahan? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't put a lot of stock into the whole owner speak at this point in time of the offseason. Um, I think there's a lot of you know, uh, motivational speak. There's, um, you can't translate it to, you know, specifically meaning Lance is not going to have this job. You know, I, I will mm-hmm. never take something I hear in March and just mm-hmm. say that's fact and that's going to happen. Um, I'm glad you said you know, March. So like, that's the biggest thing right now, Mike, is like, I get DMs nonstop and I put a tweet out today. You're not feeling roster you're not filling a starting lineup in march you have to fill your starting lineup by september and everyone's like oh no i I gotta sell trey lance i'm gonna deal him for i saw somebody dealing for kenny pickett and i'm like you just took all the upside out of trey lance and just went for a base level of kenny pickett and it's like there's no need to make these overreactions right now like we are in march it's almost april it's not even the nfl draft like Calm down a little bit. I feel like the more dynasty content we put out that everybody puts out in the community, everyone wants to make these immediate changes. They're like, well, man, what if the bottom falls out of Trey Lance? I don't think the bottom is going to fall out. Yeah, you need to you need to step away from fantasy when that is what you're doing in March. You know, I have the content, I love pushing stuff, and I love, um, you know, putting out advice and, and all that, but... Um, you, you don't have to really put, you know, all your eggs into the basket of, of March and April. And, you know, that's, it's not what you need to do. Um, Trey Lance 
was on Rich Eisen's show, I think last week. And he even said, I know that I'm going to be fighting for the starting job. You know, he has Mm -hmm. that mentality where he said, you know, I know Purdy came in and he balled out. um, And I know that this is his job and I'm going to have to fight for the starting, the starting position. You know, Um, he understands that he knows that this is going to be a battle. Um, I think Trey Lance is way more talented um you know in in general than purdy i think purdy's great but i think he's also you know an average quarterback um and i think trey lance is you know way average when it comes to you know qualities and and skill set so i i don't i don't see purdy or donald donald starting day one um Mm -hmm. i think that's trey lance's job um but you know i would be lying if i said this didn't his value a little um, because it is hard to buy in um, even, even though this is, you know, coach speak, but it's something you might have to consider a little bit. Right. If you're going to try to buy Trey Lance, you know, I don't think I'm going to any, shits, but I'm not going to sell any at the same time. Right. I, I think what we have to look at is if you're underselling on Trey Lance, you're potentially losing, obviously, for, for 2022 and losing value. We have not seen a lot of him as a starter. You know what I mean? Obviously, week one where it was pouring down raining, you know, that's not something to, to necessarily compare with. And obviously, he has the rushing upside that Brock Purdy does not. You know, obviously, Brock Purdy looked great when he got the start. Maybe he's the starter, maybe he isn't. But let's talk about what we can buy Trey Lance for. You know, obviously, uh, Dave. Heilman over at Dynasty Dorks did a thread. We're going to reference a couple of his threads. They're fantastic. If you guys don't follow their podcast or him, you need to now. You know, that's at Dynasty Dorks. So right now, you know, he, he put it out there for every single pick. And right now you're looking at the 108 is 56 to 47 for Trey Lance. And the 109 is 57 to 43. So right now, Mike, we're looking at him falling between that 108 one nine. You and I are going to do a little bit of talking about you know Charbonnet later, but I mean in that one seven to one nine range. I mean you're looking at what Charbonnet, Quinton Johnston, uh, Jordan Addison. You know like who are you preferring right there? And obviously I know it's situational, but if if I come to you right now and you have the one oh eight and I offer you Trey Lance, is that a smash or pass? Yeah, I would smash that. Uh, Trey Lance has not really had the opportunity in the NFL that the, the consensus is kind of play then he hasn't started more than two games you know and one of those was in a monsoon and um you know he he hasn't had the experience in the nfl to have a proper eye test for you know in general to to kind of scout him and and think about if he's going to be a a star or not you know it's not you don't you don't have that yet um so he's not any different than any prospect you're going to pick up in the late first anyway so i'd rather you know take my chances with trey lance at that point yeah, I totally agree. I mean, I think I think that we, we were talking about that 104, 105, and that, that felt a little rich at the time. It really did. But 1-8, if you don't have a quarterback, I mean, this is a nice area. Now, I would much rather advocate, I'm seeing random 24 firsts. I'm seeing a, you know, what would probably be a late 24 firsts and maybe something in that 205, 206 range. I'm super comfortable with that because what I see is he is the prototypical right now. If you have two quarterbacks and you say, I don't need Trey Lance, you know, a lot of people in the Patreon ask, what do you do with that third quarterback position? I think Trey Lance is the absolute perfect third quarterback right now. If you have, you know, if you have a team right now where you have Jalen Hurts and Trevor Lawrence and you say, hey, I don't need a, another quarterback, 
Why not go out there and make an offer like that, a 24 first and the 205 for Trey Lance and see what happens? I mean, w- there's a huge drop-off. We talk about in, in the rankings right now, I am moving Trey Lance below Tua. I had them like neck and neck. I'm moving Daniel Jones above him just because of, you know, we saw what he had last year. He has Dable again. I'm, I'm very comfortable with that. And then when you get down to that next stop, I mean, there's a huge drop-off. We talked about the difference between where Daniel Jones is and then it's Kirk Cousins, Goff, Pickett, Mac Jones, Geno, Russ, Derek Carr. Would you rather have any of those from Cousins to Carr over Trey Lance right now? You know, if if I'm competing, um, Cousins is very undervalued as far as what he's going to provide a fantasy team. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so if if I need that, you know, that definite um, output as far as fantasy points go, I would probably go Cousins over Lance. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I'm talking fantasy value, um, you know, as a whole, I would take Lance over Cousins. Um, because, you know, we could, we could point and, and look at, you know, Justin Fields at this time last year. Um, you know, almost the same thing where we didn't see a lot from him and, and people really down on him. They thought they were going to replace him at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, after that monsoon game, I, I saw Fields going for, you know, 23 seconds. I, mm-hmm. I saw him going for nothing. Um, and you can see that the quarter position – it rises fast, you know. All Lance has to do is have two or three good games, and his value is going to, you know, skyrocket. So um, I think patience is key here too. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I mean, that's where I had him. I had him like even with Cousins if you're trying to compete, but I feel like that's that trade that we talk about where you do a two-for-two, right? So you you give up, you know, you end up giving up Trey Lance and a wide receiver and get Kirk Cousins and a, another wide receiver who, who's going to help you immediately if you're win now. Otherwise, you know, it, it, Trey Lance has to be a firm hold for you. I feel like he has to be in that area where if I can go out and buy him as my number three, I'm all for it. You know, I think I, I can see things like that next tier down, you could probably add a 24 first to Russ, Carr, Rogers, Ritter, who's starting to get some hype. And even love who we're going to talk about in a little bit. And I think the ceiling of Trey Lance is so much higher. And we're not going to, even if he isn't the starter right off the bat, I think this is a guy that's still going to maintain some value where you guys should not be selling on the cheap. You know, be patient. Like Mike says, like if we're patient in that area, last year we saw that with Fields. We're going to see a similar type thing with Trey Lance right now. Just be patient and go out in there and, and get that. Anything else to add to, you know, potential Trey Lance deals where right now, let's say you're rebuilding. I mean, I think Trey Lance is a perfect guy to go out there and, and cascade off of, you know, get Dak Prescott, you know, give up Dak Prescott and get Trey Lance and a mid-23 first or, a, you know, a, a 24 first, give up Dak in a second and get two 24 firsts on top of Trey Lance. This is that opportunity where I think you can really, you know, make that splash trade into your rebuild, pick up Trey Lance and have the upside where, if you told me that Trey Lance was equal to Dak Prescott by midseason, I would not be shocked at that. You know, like he has that upside, the fantasy upside where last year we had that same thing where if you traded Dak Prescott for Fields Plus, you are looking brilliant. Trey Lance could be in that same area. I, right now with the communities being so low on Trey Lance, you could use him as a throw-in in a lot of deals, you know. Um with his value being as low as it is, 
it with some managers, uh, I would definitely strongly suggest getting him. Um, even, you know, you probably wouldn't even have to sell a quarterback to get him. You could sell, you know, a mid-tier wide receiver right now and maybe mm-hmm. grab Trey Lance, you know, it's, it's like that. So um, I'm always buying quarterbacks that are low in value because they have the chance to shoot up higher than any other position in fantasy. Yeah, and there's not many guys that have the, that same upside that are going to be in that same area, you know, and I think buying him for that 108 to 110 range, there isn't much else you're going to be able to get. You might be able to get Cousins, but the rest of the guys in that list, so much more upside. And I think, you know, you got to really look at right now, people that are putting them out there on their, you know, trade bait, like there's a difference, right? So you hear positive news like we hear on a Desmond Ritter or a Sam Howell and they get put on the trade bait. That guy's trying to get out of that. You know, he's like, okay, I'm seeing a window here. If they put the trade bait up on Trey Lance, they're also trying to get out on it, but they're they're those guys typically in my mind are the guys that are willing to sell low, right? There's no time. There's you should not be out there rushing. You should not be out there saying, hey, come get him. You know, because you want them to come to you like the savvy owners that you and I are, if you put them out there on the trade bait, you're going to get some crap offers right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's not going to be great. It's not a good time to sell. Um, if you have them, you hold them. Um, and if you're, you're in need of a quarterback three that you might not need to start right away, go buy them. Um, yeah, abs- absolutely. But, you know, don't people are asking me what I'm selling Lance for right now. And I don't, don't sell them right now. So let, let's talk about, we're, we're keeping the alliteration going. We talked Lamar, we talked Lance. Now let's talk love. So back to Dave Heilman again. Again, go follow him. He put out a thread of like, who would you rather have? You know, and it, we were putting some things. Jordan Love is an interesting topic, right? Because Aaron Rodgers has not been traded yet. He likely will be, you know, I, I feel like they definitely get that deal done. We have not seen a lot of Jordan Love. You know, last year, he his his only start, his, his QBR was you know, 120, he looked really good. Some of the ones here, we're just going to play smash or pass based off this thread. Kirk Cousins or Jordan Love, I was shocked at how close this one is. Yeah, I mean, Kirk Cousins, for, for me. Um, yeah, it's 51-49. That makes no sense because you know no. what you're with Kirk Cousins. And I get the age thing, and, and that is probably a big part of that poll. You know, people yeah. are always younger is better. Um but Kirk is consistent, you know, unless it's uh, what is he not good in the daytime games or in prime I can't, time? I can't remember what he. Oh, he's so good during the day. Prime time, you don't want to start him. Yeah. Sit him on your bench, then you know, like yeah, like night time stuff like that. You don't want you don't want Kirk in there, but you know he's he's a good value. Here's the other guys on there. So I has Jordan Love over Carr, you know, and I feel like that's that's even. I feel like Derek Carr could have a nice resurgence here and really a Cinderella story in New Orleans with the weapons that are around there. If even if they add more, I mean that one, and then there's that's 56 44 in favor of Jordan love. You look at 52 in favor of Russell Wilson's 48. So if you're out there, you got Russell Wilson down year, obviously Derek Carr down year, Jordan love. We're playing the upside, but we haven't seen much out of those three guys. I mean, who would you, who would you make it, make a move for here? And I know it's obviously, you know, in a vacuum, we're talking about if I'm rebuilding. Yeah. I mean, I'd rather have love than Russell Wilson, but if you're playing right now, Wilson and Carr both have that, you know, upside for, to have a very good 2023. Yeah. I get Carr. you know, I think love might have a higher ceiling than Carr. Um, Russ, I know he's down a little bit. 
Uh, but I would take Russ Wilson um, with Sean Payton mm-hmm. over Love all day. Um, you know, I think he's he's a great value right now. Um, I, I the weapons were there, right? It's like the weapons he's, were there. We just didn't have a coach. Now we have a coach. I, I'm I'm with once, you, man. Once Hackett left, I mean, we saw what he could. He wasn't used properly. Um, mm-hmm. They were trying to have him kind of play um, out of his strengths, you know, and, and that wasn't, he was uncomfortable. You could see that on the field. He wasn't comfortable at all. Um, I think it's a, a good year for him, a definitely a, a much better year than last. So uh, I would, I would trade love for Russ on a competing team all day, you know, and, and if love's value is viewed a little higher then I would, I would gladly take a, a second or something on top of Russ if that's how mm-hmm. it's going. Um and I'm not the idea of love right now, but yeah, the idea of these threads and I mean, you know, Elon, if you take these things away, this is going to be these, these, these polls, uh, you know, you're going to have to be verified, but I'm looking at it. It's like, it, it gives you an idea, right? It, it, you'll be able to look at these polls and be like, if it's voting this way, you know, and I know Twitter is a mob and a lot of times people overreact one way or another, but these next two blow my mind, Mike is Jordan love 64, Geno Smith, 36, Jordan Love, 62, Jared Goff, 38. Jared Goff and and, and Geno Smith were QB1s this past year. I mean, Geno Smith just got a contract. Jared Goff is playing in one of the more fun offenses in the league. Jordan Love's going to have to have a really nice season to get to both of those if you're looking for production. Yeah, he's it's, it's crazy that people are so into Love and so off of Lance, you know? Um, yeah, I I don't. I don't even know if that Twitter one's in here. Is there Twitter love versus no Lance? Sense, you know, like people. I saw that, and I think Lance was. Um, I saw it somewhere. I can't remember who did it, but there was. It was like fifty-three to forty, high forty something. It was just. It was bad. It wasn't even, you know. Um, people are very high on love and very low on Lance. Um, yeah, I would take Goff over Love all day. You know, um, and then Gino for this year, definitely. Um, I don't know what they're going to do in Seattle past this year. Um, because Gino's contract is pretty front loaded. And, um, you know, I, th- I think they're probably going to draft his, you know, his backup or his replacement at some point. But yeah. um, Goff has shown us what he is. And, and it's, you know, it's not a bad quarterback in fantasy yeah. and he is attached to some of the best weapons in, in the NFL right now. So um, I don't, I don't get some of these polls and, and if, that's if I asked you right goes. now, if I asked you right now, what would you say that, I don't know if you, how deep you looked into this actual thread. What do you think his going value is in rookie picks? I told people I would be willing to pay 203 to 205. And I know that's probably not going to get it done in most leagues. What do you think Twitter has voted on this over, you know, over 150 votes. So it's not a super small sample size. Um, I think they would probably based off of these results. Um, I have golf at like the 110 range and um, I, they would probably say the 109 or 101. Probably yep, between, around there. Between the 109 and the 110, but they think Trey Lance is worth the 108 and 109. So, guys, if you can if you can go to the guy that has Trey Lance and you have Jordan Love and you offer Jordan Love in a third, man, that's a smash except for me. you know. And I think, not, not trying to take away from Love, I just think there is a lot of... We, we want to say Trey Lance's sample size is small, so therefore, 
you know, we're, we're out on him. Jordan Love doesn't have the starting job yet either, but we're trying to jump the gun here a little bit. I think, you know, we're looking at Twitter has it. Mac Jones, 80-20 in favor of Jordan Love. Kenny Pickett, 70-30 in favor. So, I mean, what we're saying right now is, is make some of those moves. I mean, if, if you're in a rebuild, I think Jordan Love was a guy last year that I was grabbing everywhere. So I traded Tyson Huntley. I traded Gardner Minshew and a third for Jordan Love. Like, I was just, you know, speculative type things. Now, that's where you can make that move and you can, you can, you can sell now for a premium. And I think what we try to talk about a lot is – we always say enjoy the process, but it's it's process over results. Yeah, you sell Jordan Love for any first right now. Like I'm advocating, go ahead. You get a 24 first for Jordan Love, great. You reset the clock. You get anything in that, you know, 1-9 to one twelve range, absolutely. Reset the clock. Get yourself another opportunity. And if Jordan Love plays well, you might have lost a little bit of value. But in the long term, these kind of moves, if you make them over and over and over again and you're making the – you know, that's in the right process, you're going to win long-term. So a lot of you guys have Jordan Love as your fourth, fifth quarterback because you drafted him, what, you know, multiple years ago. He's been sitting on your bench. Now's the time to cash out for me. Yeah, sure. Um, I, yeah, I've, I've sold Love um, for, I got Swift in a second for Love, actually. Um, when that news came out about Swift, you know. You, you got Swift plus I, for Love? I got Swift wow. for love. Wow, yeah. that's jeez. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I also got Swift straight up in another league. I I just started sending the masses um, love for Swift, and you know it it could I could have egg on my face by the end of the year. Yeah, you know, love could easily be a a great fantasy quarterback. Yeah, absolutely, um, and that, that's I, in the range of outcomes. But like right now, we're talking about the process of like buying. Twitter has it at ninety percent Jordan Love over the two hundred two. I mean, I just did my my updated rankings and like Kincaid and Flowers and like the 202 is a nice spot. And we haven't even had these running backs jump in. I mean, you know, you know, there's there's guys like Bigsby and Evans and and Tucker and and there's so many running backs. Some of them's going to get a premium landing spot where they're going to move up. If you can even get the 201, 202, it, man, it, it's so hard to to advocate buying at these prices. And that's why we talk about market values because I think this is just way above and Jordan and, and Trey Lance is way below. Yeah. I think if Jordan loves your QB one fantasy, you have a lot of problems on your team. So well, then you rebuild. I, I think if you're, <laughs> yeah, if, if that's your guy, um, you know, I think you, there's, you know, you're going to have to do a lot of assessment on your team, but like you said, love is probably the quarterback three or four on most teams right now. Um, so if you can take advantage of this, this perceived value boost, Go on and do it, you know, go yeah. get, you know, a, a major piece for your team and go win a championship. Um, you know, like I said, he could be, he could be a fantasy quarterback. Um, you know, but he could be great. Um, mm-hmm. But I would, I would sell right now for, you know, 109 and 110. That's great. That's great value. And we, we've talked about it. I'm working on right now some value charts and some, some, because people keep asking what rookie pick plus what. So if we're talking like the 109, Okay, and you add your 24 first to the 109. So we're saying that Jordan Love is worth that 109, 110. If you add a 24 first to that, I mean, you should be able to buy a premium prospect. I mean, you should be able to move yourself up where in that type value chart, like what like we talked about moving off of them, let's talk about moving up. I mean, how high up onto that list, if you even, let's say you have Jordan Love in the 104, 
you know, where you're not sold on Richardson, Stroud, or Young. You go 104 and Jordan Love, and you get yourself all the way up to maybe even Trevor Lawrence. You know, like these are some of these moves right now where we don't have to be stuck in a, hey, I want to sell him for this particular pick. We can move up into that, even Kyler Murray, you know, where maybe the one Jordan Love and a 1-6 for Kyler Murray. You know, I'm making that kind of move because I want to build. I never play super flex in the middle. You know, we talk about those rankings. That 15 to 24, I rarely own those guys. You know, like I'm going to own the the upside lower pieces, you know, the the Ritters, the Howells, and Love in this particular sense. I don't like playing in the middle. I want elite or I want those guys with upside that I can move. Yeah, you could probably go that similar move and go get, um, you know, Lamar. That was what I was going to say, but it felt Um, felt too far. Like, that was kind of my thought process. But the 104 and the 110 gets you Lamar. So if you can get Lamar Jackson. It easily could right now because people are are having – Way better. Oh, people are. I see him going in the second of startups right now. So, um, I think that's very, very possible. You know, some people might even take Anthony Richardson over Lamar, um, straight up at this point so, in time because the cash in just, on the market. You know, yep, cash in on the market just, value. Cash in on you know the the rookie hype, all that stuff. We're here to help you with that. Last guy I want to talk about briefly is Sam Howell. So, you know, right now Sam Howell. On one start, which he looked good. He had that moxie. You know, I liked him coming out of the class, you know, as pretty close to where Kenny Pickett was. Ron Rivera recently discussing he believes Sam Howe has a lot of the same qualities as Brock Purdy. Ron Rivera is saying they don't want to go for Lamar Jackson. If Sam Howe starts, I mean, on the flip side, we're not getting that same buzz as Jordan Love. You know, like Sam Howe can be had for mid to late seconds. And I'm okay buying that if you if you think that he actually gets that opportunity. Um, on the flip side, you know, if, if they do trade for Lamar, that instantly moves him down into that third round rookie pick at best. So what are you doing with your Sam Howe shares? I don't have a lot, you know, like this is that area where again, last year I was making moves to get Sam Howe cheap, you know, like that was the time to get him for nothing. When guys aren't starting, you know, you go out there and you make a move for those guys. Are we cashing in? I would cash in on literally anything above the 204 at this point, but what are your thoughts? Yeah, I have quite a few Sam Howells. I have him as my QB three in a in a couple of leagues. Um, mm-hmm. I I do like Sam Howell as a prospect. I, he was one of my top quarterbacks coming out of the draft. Um, I think he went a little lower than I expected for sure. Um, Absolutely. I I would sell him for a high second, um, but I I do like you know. Um, if if he slid into the the love value, um, would be fine. But right now, mm-hmm. I think I would hold a little bit longer um, until we get some clarity. You mm-hmm. know, if if we get the you know the report that he's going to be the starter for sure, and he's you know Rivera's guy, and you know it's it's a deal. Um, he might easily slide into that that late first, yeah. um, that one hundred eight one hundred nine range. So I think. I would be holding right now because um, I don't think he's reached that peak sell value yet. Um, but he's he's getting close, you know. Mm-hmm. So I would kick the tires on some people that need a quarterback. But um, as a as a general rule, I, I'd hold and, and wait for that value to increase a little bit. 
Yeah, no, I understand that. And I think this is just another one of those principles where I, I drafted him in the third. If I can cash in for an early second in a good class, I'm okay with that. You know, and I think it's just a matter of, again, talking about that process, you know, and making sure we're, we're, we're moving those kind of things. And, you know, because if, if Lamar gets traded there in the next week, the value dies. You know, if he doesn't yeah. and we see where Lamar goes somewhere else, and now we have a scenario where we could, now you have another window until draft day, right? And that's another thing we talk about it with the the prospects about checking all the boxes. So if Sam Howell avoids the Lamar trade and then we get to draft day, now all of a sudden that's another window. And then if he if somehow they don't draft a quarterback, now all of a sudden, yeah, I think I think late first would make some sense, you know, and I think we're even cashing out for a twenty four first. So I think that's that's about, you know, where we need to be. I wanna I saw this from Mason Dodd and I loved it. I mean, we talked about Trey Lance and how much they invested in him. If you guys, it, it's very difficult for San Francisco to, to bail on him. When you look at, they traded for Trey Lance. They moved up from where they, where the Dolphins got Jalen Waddle. Those other two picks turned out to be Tyreek Hill and Bradley Chubb. You know, and I just, that blows my mind. That is a phenomenal combination for what, what could have been. Um, any closing parts here? Because I feel like we really covered the four quarterbacks and, I think right now there's a lot going on. I know you're doing a lot of things. So why don't you tell the listeners what you've been working on? And I mean, it's rookie fever at full peak. I think we're all excited at smash except this is our fourth podcast of the week. So we've been cranking out content like crazy. Yeah. Yeah. We've been, I've been having some fun. I'm, I'm getting some, some schedule clear ups right now. So I'm trying to hop on as many pods as I can. Um, I'll be working with Zoltan about, um, you know, rookie profiles and stuff. And I know we're going to be doing one pretty soon um, in the next couple of minutes, Zach Charbonnet as well. Um, and then I'll be doing full rankings um, after the draft. I'm trying to wait until after the draft to see how, you know, things fall. And, mm-hmm. and you know, I, I don't want to put out rankings a little too early and then have everything kind of blow up on me too. Yeah. Um, so I'll, I'll probably be doing rankings in the next couple of months and um, trying to stay as busy as possible in the space, you know, and trying to grow a little bit. Um, you can always find me at uh, Nerdboy Take on um, DMs are always open, and you can always ask me any fantasy questions that, uh, on there. Yeah, and I think I just put my rankings out today. It's obviously a subjective thing; people want to see it. It's a very fluid process. You know, I think one through six are so chalk right now, and then we start to really we're going to really start hitting those rookie profiles on seven through twenty-four. You know, and really try to get that out there and get that out for our our listeners and people on our Patreon. Again, another shout out. Check those out. Uh, a lot of a lot of action going on over there. So thanks again for tuning in, guys, and enjoy the process.